Oh, hell. almost started rapping you like that <laughs> don't even know any words man but. I'd, i i was on the way here you know this morning i was like you know what Ooh, i like that part uh, uh. yeah and i was like you know what what would be a good little intro for us this morning and fireman just came upon me i was like that would get us hype i was gonna try to freestyle but i don't know how to rap yeah well plus you gotta get little wayne's voice <laughs> i can i can do that you can i might be able to do man, that man that would be tough in its own i would it's fine. No, yeah, yeah. man yeah. i would kind of get into that if you had little wayne's voice oh that'd be sweet <laughs> so i went facts lies and one truth by the way what we're up? here with you on slurring and swaying sunday slurring and i don't have as many beers as me yet as jerry does yeah i've been going for a while He's been going for a while, but I'll get there. I'm going with the uh, what? Oh yeah, we haven't really said what we're drinking. No, I'm, what you got? I'm. This <laughs> is gonna make you laugh, but oh, I shit. got this in my beer shipment. Okay, shipment. Peak Organic Brewing Company. <laughs> my beer's organic. I'm having their Peak, winter session ale. Peak Organic Beer Company. Where's that from? I believe it is from. Uh, you asked me too fast. My bad. Uh, Maine, I oh. think. Huh. Uh, yes, Portland, Maine. I am correct. Do we know what makes it organic? Um, it I like kind of read. So what they do is they give you a little sheet on uh-huh. each beer. They well, they tell you about the the brewing company. Yeah. And then they give you a sheet or a little excerpt of each beer that you have in there. So you have four different beers. And they basically explain that it is everything's organic in terms of obviously. That's the thing that always threw me. Hops are already organic. Right. Really. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, wheat's already, well, not it's a wheat beer, but that's already organic. All beer should be organic, right? So it all should part? be, but, but I guess maybe it's certain beers have artificial flavoring, maybe. Maybe. I'm not really a brewmaster, so I just know the kind of the basics, even though I drink a lot of it. Maybe it's made like a jail cell. That's organic, right? Maybe. You take apples and ferment them. Yeah, maybe they. <laughs> that's how it's done. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's a winter session ale, so that means. It's good. So ginger's already organic, right? Yeah. So see what I'm saying? Yeah, it's all organic. So I don't really, I don't, I don't get it. Cinnamon, nutmeg, it's that's all. already, yeah, that's already there. Cool. So well, it's just a way to label it, so that way it. you know you can well, sell can, it at Whole Foods. Yeah. Right. That way, like, hey, it's organic. <laughs> it's cool. Organic. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> <That's> awesome. <laughs> so yeah, I got that. I got the winter session. I'm, I'm, I think I have one more of those, uh, and then we got the Mad Tree coming up next. Thunder snow. I am rocking out the Cincinnati. I got the, I got the Xavier B-Ball shirt on. I got yeah. the Ryan guy snapback hat. Yeah. I kind of look like a skater rocking with this hat. You do on. a little bit, yeah. Yeah. My sister got it for me. Um, have I told you about this hat? No. No, my sister got it for me. And it's one of those presents that you open up and you're like, oh, okay. 
So I like the hat. The hat's tight. It's got the the nice cool logo of the brewery and and it's kind of hip. Uh-huh. But at the same time, you know, I know the hats that I like and you know similar hats. You know, the flat bill, but it's more of a sports look, kind of like the Pirates or the Expos hat that I have. I wear yeah. on the show a lot. So I was like, oh, I don't know if I can rock this because I'm not really like a skater dude. You know, whatever snapback guy. But I was like, you know what? I'm 27 years old. I'm not trying to impress a whole lot of people. Fuck it. Fuck it. I'm going to rock it out. Especially yeah. today. I was going to wear my Pirates one today. I'll break that one out. It's 2016 All-Star Game Pirates hat. Okay. Oh, it's tight. Is it? Yeah, very cool. But I got the Xavier shirt on, and so that's Cincinnati. I got this. I'm going to be drinking, after I get past this Peak Organic, I'm going to be drinking the Mad Tree Cincinnati beer. Also, Thunder, so it's blue. I'm going to be blueing out. Yeah. Giants too, I'm picking the Giants. Are so you? it's all okay. It's it's coming 360 for you. I like it. <laughs> I, the snapback, I can't do it, man. I, I've tried, I can't. Um, you know, I just don't care. Fuck you it. You know, it's the snapback's not the problem. It's that little gap between the snapback. See that, right here. That's what this drives part right me here. Nuts. This is the part the where market. I'm like, is this me? I'm not. I don't like know. that. Should be a different color. It should be like purple or yeah. something like your hair. Like you should always spray that something different. I'm assuming. The hats back in the day before the, you know what I mean, the fitted and the flat build came in um, the, with the snapbacks. Was that for ponytails for women when they played softball? Dude, I'm not trying to. I have gonna, no idea. I really don't know. I have no idea. I've always wondered. I was like, why Why is this here? I, yeah. When I grew up, it wasn't even hats. It was the Wesley Snipes from, from White Men Can't Jump, yeah. that little bicycle hat with a little flip up. Right. That, that's what you wore. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then trucker hats were for truckers and people that rape kids. I mean, that's what yeah, you wore. Dude, I'm not, I can't go there. This is, this is where the buck stops. Okay. <laughs> Nowadays, snapbacks, like it's a throwback. And how yeah. far back was it? Throwback to like 2002 or 1999? is it? 1999? No way. I don't know. No way. Cause they were rocking the big flat bill hats. Like oh, I'm wearing now. Yeah. Oh, in shoot. the late nineties. So is that like an yeah. 85? It had to have been, but I don't remember that wearing an 85. They had like feathered haircut and a part down the middle and it was like flowing locks of love, man. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what's going on now. I don't know where the th- oh, snapback throwback. What's that mean? I, I don't, I don't, I don't even know that. That's why I don't wear these. Is it snapback is the throwback emblem on the front or is, I, I, I don't know. I tried to do, I, I tried to walk the, you know, with the bill in the front. Yeah. That was too much. Snapbacks just make it easy because it's a one size fits all kind of deal. Yeah. yeah. Rather than going, you have to like I was looking for a hat yesterday and I had to measure my head. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I don't know, know what size I wear. Is it oh. seven and an eighth? Is it what seven you, and a quarter? Yeah. Seven, what are you? I'm a large. It's like a seven and three quarters or something. Oh, I think I that's what I am. Head. I think that's what I am. Anything too small, it's like too tight. Yeah, you don't like right. that. Yeah, then it's you're kind of circulation. Here, it kind of floofs out. It's just bad. Yeah, and then you got that line when you take it off. <laughs> You so don't want no. <laughs> So snapbacks where it's at. Maybe it is. I don't know. So I I, I like the brewery. So I've been rocking it. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's good stuff. It, it doesn't matter. So <laughs> one and yesterday I did not wear this hat. Yesterday no, right? I actually wore the Pirates one yesterday. Um, I went bowling. Mm-hmm. Trying to do the league again on the 18th. I I was sitting there, and you know how me I throw a strike. That's what you're supposed to do. So go back and sit down and, and drink your beer. Yeah. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, you know, I got a strike. I got a couple spares and I'm like, I could come out and throw a couple uh, gutters and I'm very humbled again. Okay. So what I was thinking, I was like, you know what? Sports, if you didn't play sports growing up, I feel sorry for you. Yeah. 
I feel sorry for it. And it has nothing to do with the fact that you're lame because you didn't play basketball or you're lame because you didn't play football. I feel sorry for it because sports are humbling. It humbles you, mm-hmm. I think. Don't ask, don't tell Odell Beckham that, but it humbles you. Yeah. Because I'm like, I'll sit there and I'll start off the first three frames horribly. They're, all three are open. I'm like, I'm sitting there and I don't want to play anymore. You know, I'm, I'm pissy and I'm man, you know, and I'm trying to get better. And then next thing you know, I'll throw a couple strikes. And then it's like, well, shit, let's drink more beer. Let's get another pitcher. Yeah. And the next thing you know, you have two or more open frames. You're like, okay, no more pitchers. I'm being pissed off now. And it's just so up and down. And I'm sitting there. You're like, I was like, you know what? This is teaching me something. I'm, I, I'm, I need to be humble. Each frame's a new frame. You don't know what's going to happen. Same thing with any sport. Each at-bat's a new at-bat. Each play in football is a new play. And you got to teach your brain that that's – same thing in life. So let's say – like, for instance um, – on his car door, it doesn't lock. Her driver's side don't lock. Doesn't lock. The uh, hit lock doesn't lock. Gotcha. You gotta do it from the inside. Do it manually. Old school. Yeah. Oh gosh. Love it. Yeah. Love it. So that happened. Shit. You know what I mean? Freak the fuck out. But and I'm not saying like she because she didn't play sports that that's not relevant. But I'm saying like you know that's gonna happen. You know, it's life. It is. Life's got up and downs, man. Bowling's different though. Bowling, it is. Yeah, bowling. Bowling, you should know what's fixing to happen. It's the same movement. It's the same ball throw. It's the same ball control. It's, it's the not. same spin. If you're good, it is. Oh, hell. I'm when you're still... watching PBA, it's the same movement over and over and over again. This much difference when it comes to professional is the difference between a strike and picking up nine. Oh, yeah. For you, that's your difference. Yes. You, you may, uh, you're dialed I in. I just want to get in there. Then that next frame, <laughs> your, your hand comes over here. Cause you're oh, yeah. swinging it. You're not, you're not letting it go. It's a big difference, I'm, I'm, but I'm bowling swaying. should be the same. Bowling's that one sport. You can't do it in golf. Can't do it in basketball. Can't do any of that. Your muscle memory and everything else for bowling should be the same. Well, golf is very similar. I would think my dad tried to make that comparison. Wind turns just enough. You got to adjust for that. There's no wind in the bowling alley except when the AC pops on. But when you're in a league and you bowling, you, generally it's three games a night. Mm-hmm. But it's you. If you have a big team, it's a big big team. So it's four people to each team. Yep. As the night progresses, that usually most people are right-handed bowlers. That lane's getting worn out. So you got to. It is. You got to adjust. Not necessarily maybe per throw. Again, I'm maybe two hairs to the right. Maybe. Maybe that's maybe because your your ball grabs the lane because there's less oil. But you're not a PBA bowler, so I'm, 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 I'm going to take that into consideration. I'm but, really not. But someone like you, because we, we I watched you bowl, you should be pretty consistent every time. It should be nine spare, nine spare, strike, strike, yeah. strike, nine spare, nine spare. When you're on, that's now third game. It's all out the window. Well, because you first game's okay, second yeah. game's your best, third game out the window. You don't know what that's to generally how it is. After about three pitchers of beer. There you go. <laughs> the oil's kind of gone. You forget to wipe your ball. Fatigue may be coming in. <laughs> Throw your it's elbow getting out. late on Monday night. Yeah. yeah. So, so, I don't know. I was a little humbled. Of course, I hate – you know, that's why I kind of stopped drinking a little bit. What'd you bowl? Uh, 117, 131, 137. So, I'm I increased. Old. You should be humbled, though. I increased, but, you know, I've – you're, you're a 170 guy. Yeah. 170 but, plus. But I was – shit, after we – did our league? I kind of took a hiatus because of the you know football season. Yeah, but even then, that. you should get your one game one seventeen in, and then it should be like one sixty one seventy coming back into it. Ever since I went through that three week spell of nineties and uh, barely a hundreds, I'm don't think I'm any good. I'm very humble, and anytime I get into one seventies and two hundreds, was I've been I'm, I'm oh yeah, okay yeah taking a shot that night. But you're you're <laughs> you're, you're, you're big time when it comes to bowling. 
I've taken it pretty. I mean, I've taken it pretty seriously. Yeah, I would have quit after that. One seventeen, one thirty, one thirty. Knowing that I know how you are, I'd be like, screw this, I'm done. He pulled a two twenty six. I'm taking my ball and going home. Yeah, so I don't know. It just kind of humbled me. And I couldn't. By the right. way, not to take a one eighty, but no, yesterday fine. that catch. What was his name? Richardson. Thank you. Yes, that's what it was. Yeah, the touchdown. That's better than Odell Beckham catch. I, I, I texted it. Well, I, I think I texted you, you too. I said, uh, that's you up did. there with the Beckham catch. The Beckham catch was three fingers behind his head. That That's what makes that amazing. But what does it does it make this catch any better because it's in the playoffs? Uh, not really. It just showed the will of it. But it, it, for me, the fact that he turned the guy's face mask 180 degrees when he was trying to catch it. Yeah. You know, because that's the big thing today watching it. Like it should have been, it shouldn't have even been a touchdown. Right. But the catch was just amazing. The fact that he was able to get like over the guy and around him, catch him with one hand, yeah, that's so much. It's up there with one of the best ever. Oh, I think so. I think it's better than Odell Beckham catch. When I saw it, I was like, man, that's that's a play that I don't know. The Beckham catch was him falling backwards, and it was like it was already passed, and anyone else would have just been like, oh, we're falling. His fingertips had like gorilla glue. He just he caught it, man. (laughs) I mean, that that was a great catch, nonetheless, as well. But it's just, I guess the he had to make a play on the ball and that sounds kind of dumb. I mean, that's generally what you're doing anyway, but he had to make a play with the defender Fourth and, and goal, get that a, was it. he had to get around. I mean, he just yeah. had to do a lot there where Beckham just had to do, be there and just lay out. Beckham which, was just second nature. It's just, that's, yeah. what, he, that's what he does. I have incredible and, hands. Fact. Yeah, but Richardson had to make a play on the ball. Yeah. With a guy in front of him who in the NFL, that's yeah. borderline open. Yeah. <laughs> had to do it. Yeah. That was a great catch, man. That was fantastic. That was awesome. They made uh, another one similar on the other side. Yeah, up the sideline, he caught a little one-hander, chicken wing thing. It was oh. beautiful. Yeah, I watched uh, most of the uh, the Raiders game in Texans. Mm-hmm. Um, I was working. I was watching it on Yahoo Sports. Uh, it was uh, honestly. I mean, I'm not a fan of either team, but I didn't feel like it was quality football necessarily. Mm. Um, shit, I don't think I think Connor Cook's still not going to get. I mean, McCarron will get a deal after this coming season because this is his last last year with the Bengals. He'll get a deal. Uh, I don't know if the, from one game like this, Connor Cook will be a starter or anything like that. You know how that happens. I mean, it happened to um, shoot the backup for uh, the Packers, Matt Flynn. It happened to him. Flynn. He had a good game and got a starting gig, but then that with the Seahawks, that failed. Russell Wilson took over well, there. Well, some people are more prepared. You know, I mean, yeah. Con, this is Connor Cook's first year, right? Uh, yeah, he's a rookie. He's not started, not even taking yeah. a snap. I got it. I got yeah. it. But, dude, in the NFL – I mean, you don't got a lot of time. I mean, the average length in the you NFL know, is three or less years. You're the third guy. I know that. We were just talking about that. You're, you're the clipboard guy. So was Land- so was um, uh, the backup quarterback for the Steelers. He's still there. Landry. Who? Landry? He was the third guy. Now he's now he's the second guy. Uh, yeah. But he's but still hanging around. You have to be ready to go. And, and here's – I feel sorry for the Raiders because you're in the playoffs. Your quarterback's down. You've been struggling even with the quarterback there for the last four or five weeks. You've been struggling. But what kind of game plan is that? How are you conservative in the playoffs? One and done. Why would you even? Yeah, when you know that the odds are against you. Lots of little check downs, hands yeah. off. If you plan on having Latavius Murray win your ball game, you're screwed. He had some good he, runs. He had some good runs. He had some yes. good runs. Establish the run. You got two of the premier receivers in the league. I think top 20 receivers in the league in Crabtree and, and Coop. Why throw the game plan out the window? We're going to be conservative and beat them. Our defense is going to step up. Guess what? Raiders defense did not step up. They let Osweiler run the football. Yeah, I know Which, they did. Of, of all things, you should have had happen. The Raiders defense should have played Raiders defense like they played all year. But they they haven't really been that great all year. 
they've been okay. They've been enough they've to keep been you in okay. ballgames. They've been okay, but... They didn't even show up, though. No. Just show up and do what you normally do, and your game plan for Cook works. Yeah. As soon as you saw not working in the first quarter, Del Rio should have said, okay, we... Okay, throw this playbook out. We're going to... Give us this one that Carr threw. I don't care if that guy... I don't care if Carr threw or if Cook, Cook threw six interceptions. He threw one early. At least give him the shot to win the game. But you're too conservative. He threw three interceptions. I would let him throw eight. At least you fucking tried, man. Pardon my language. At least you tried. Didn't even try. And they gave up. Going into the fourth quarter, Raiders gave up. That's why I moved on from that in the fourth. I was like, And that's so disheartening because I really Raider Nation deserve better. They they did. (laughs) But I'm happy for the Texans, man. I've been a I've been a a closet Texans fan for a long time when Andre Johnson was there because I thought Andre Johnson was one of the best receivers in the world. And the guy was amazing. I'm not a fan. No? No, maybe a little bit because they beat the Bengals, what, a couple times? I got you, in yeah. That first round. <laughs> but the defense has always been okay. Offense has always been oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I, I'm a big fan of Bill O'Brien. I, I think that what he's got there is something I like something him. pretty good. And so, you go, you know what? I'm hoping. I'm hoping they go to Foxborough and, 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 and win that game. I think it would be amazing. I don't, now, it's the Patriots. It's, it's hard to do in Foxborough. I got you. But you know what? If Clowney shows up and plays like he like he has been the last six games, he had a great game yesterday. He's stepping up huge with Watt being out. That was crazy. He must be a little bit. He must be healthy, I guess. Yeah, he is. He's been banged up all season. He's been really good last last six games. I think he's been. So he must be good now. I don't know, but I think he's overrated. But okay, he's still overrated. Very we'll see. Overrated for his draft position and for what the hype was coming out. It's hard on defense. But Mario, a lot of people think Mario Williams is overrated. He is. I mean, he has Pro Bowls though. He is. But a lot of times you take a bunch of these overrated guys and put them on a good system, and I, I think they're rolling right now. Oh, I think defensive line is tough to say he's overrated. There's no really bulk stats to be, besides sacks. But those, that's an overrated stat. I mean, if, you dis, if you're a nose tackle when you disrupt the line to let mm-hmm. Ray Lewis or whomever, Keekley, pick a – or, you yep. know, whatever, make a good play, that, that's not on the stat sheet, but that's big time. You have to as a, as a, as a, as a DT, defensive tackle – you have to take on the double team yeah. and still disrupt everything. Right. Warren Sapp, I hate to say it because I'm a Bucks fan, but Warren Sapp was great at that. He would take on two and three guys and still break through to get the tackle or put pressure on the quarterback. You Nowadays, can't. the defensive tackle goes, oh, I can't get through there. Yeah, Screw that. Get through there. Gerald McCoy did it this year, too. He finally got through those double teams, figured it out. You you got to – you can't let – especially on run plays, you can't let those offensive linemen get to the next level. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's what their job right. is. Let, De- let um, Derek Brooks – Get in there and make a play Correct. on the running back. Know, know your role. Lots of, yeah. That's why Warren Sapp, Casey Hampton, Vince yep. Wolfork, that's why they have yep. jobs for 15 years or whatever. Isn't because that, they make that shit up. Hello, Dinata. Yeah. And then that's what the Bucks did that for years. They had uh, they had Hardy Nickerson. I don't know if you're familiar with Hardy Nickerson. He was a linebacker there when, when Derek first came in. And it was a gap-type system. So Warren Sapp had to take on the double team and sometimes the triple team, try to get through there. It opens up a little gap where the running back comes up. Right. Nickerson would fill the gap. If the running back bounces outside, you have your fast little linebacker yeah. that goes and, and cleans up, cleans house. Yeah. So Hardy knew that his 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 role on that defense is to just rush into the gap and close the gap. Yeah, close the hole. Make the running back do something else so your fast guys can go get him. Yep. You yep. know what? You're not going to get 150 tackles doing that. No, you're but not. But you're going to get a Super Bowl. Now he That's got traded right. off to Jacksonville before all that happened, but. You got to know yep. your role. I mean, yeah, absolutely. And the Texans know their role. They're 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 playing very unselfish defense, if that makes sense. Yeah. They're just they're doing what they need to do and and 
counting on the other guy. The Seahawks have built a dynasty yeah. of a defense with that. Just know your role. You're not going to be leading tackler, not going to be leading sack guy, not going to be leading interception guy. Right. Just do what you need to do. Without J.J. Watt, the best defensive player on that team. Yeah. One of the best in the NFL. Possibly, yeah, possibly one of the best in the NFL. Um, we talked about this a little bit on Tuesday. Uh, the spread has jumped up to 12 for that's the uh, Dolphins game. Dolphins that's at Steelers. That's the first one, right? I think so. Yeah. Dolphins that's, at Steelers. That's the one o'clock. At, yeah. at one o'clock, that's at Steelers. Um, that's jumped up to 12. I mean, that's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot in the NFL. For a playoff game, that's a lot. Uh, even with Tannehill out, the starting quarterback for the Dolphins, Tannehill's had a pretty good year. He's out. Uh, Matt Moore is now the starter. He's a veteran quarterback, been in the league before, played for a good amount of teams. Um, I think I don't. I think twelve. So I would take the points with the twelve. I've, it was, was it was it. ten most of the week. It was ten the most of the and week. So what's happened is is that everybody is hammered Hammering, the Steelers, yeah, which is crazy. At the plus ten, uh, at the minus ten. Correct. Right. Yes. At the minus ten, so Vegas needs to raise it to twelve, so more people start taking the Dolphins because it, it levels out how many people take the Dolphins, how many take the Steelers. Do you think that just because it kind of puffed in my head this morning? Do you think that last night the Seahawks um, having a great game and shredding them that they kind of were like, well, okay, good teams will show up, and that's what's happening. So do you think that they'll show up? That's what people are thinking. Let's hammer the Steelers more that they'll show up. Uh, everything tells me the Steelers should win that game handily, but there's something that I there's something about this game. I know it's in Pittsburgh. I just I like the if and I told you this off air if 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 the Dolphins defensive line shows up, it's a completely different ball game. You really have to put it, it, this is the same right this is the same with every defensive scheme right you yeah. got to put pressure on the quarterback and you got to stop the run game so you got to put pressure on Ben Roethlisberger which is tough to do cuz he's an escape artist and you have to start la- stop Le'Veon Bell who is arguably one of the best running backs in the league oh yeah you have to stop this guy yes and you have to i think that Eli Rogers is going to be the man in this game he's going to be the difference maker for yeah. the, for the Steelers cuz i think they from as much as you can shut down Antonio Brown, I really think that Rodgers is the guy that steps up. I think that you can keep Brown in check. Let him catch the little dumb stuff. That, that's what he makes his money on, that little 10 and 15 yards, and he runs all over the place. Yeah. Put two guys on him. Stop him. Let Rodgers beat you. Let who, Who's the tight end? Jesse James. Yeah. Jesse James from the Old West. Yeah. <laughs> Let that guy stop you and stop Le'Veon Bell. It uh, sounds easy. <laughs> That sounds really easy to do. Steelers, like we talked about the Steelers defense has gotten better. Um, it's not the old Steelers defense. When I mean old, or that would be me for me, 2000s, early 2000s, just, you know, 2007, 8. Um, not that Steelers defense, but they've gotten better. But Roethlisberger, even with a good D-line, he just knows how to make – step in the pocket, make, make good throws on the run. He's a, I mean, he's a good quarterback. Hall of Famer, probably. Yep. Um, I, I, that twelve's a lot. I don't. I'm not saying the Dolphins win. I think you're. Were you still? Are you still leaning that way? You're back and forth. Well, I, I have what, what we picked on Tuesday. I have Pittsburgh winning that. Okay. Based on that, I just based on what I've seen, the Texans wasn't an upset. The Seahawks wasn't an upset. There's got to be an upset in it's the first the, round. It's gonna be the Giants. We'll get to the that Giants soon. or Packers. It doesn't matter. That's not an upset for me. Okay. Either one of those is not an upset. Okay. The Dolphins winning would be the upset, mm-hmm. and yeah. I would. And, and the Dolphins are playing good ball. If Jay Ajay can get running, he's got to get running. 
The I think that the Dolphins have a better receiving core overall than what the Pittsburgh Steelers have. Now they have Antonio they Brown, so it's hard to say. Well, they got Antonio Brown. They You're got right. A lot. They do. Stills, Stills, Adams. Yeah, Adams and Landry. And they're yeah. And who's their tight end? I don't even remember who their tight end is. Oh, okay. I wish it was Charles Clyde. That'd be I know, sick. It'd be it? nasty. Yeah, yeah. And they got Jay and Jai. And Matt <laughs> right. Moore's no slouch. The guy's no. showing that he can play. And He's the, a veteran. And the defense for me for the Dolphins is better than the Pittsburgh defense. Yeah. So that's the equalizer for me. And I think that the Pittsburgh has a better offense through two guys. The Dolphins have a better rounded offense. Yeah. Doesn't mean they'll score more than Pittsburgh. But I just I just it feels weird to me, man. I can't wait to watch this game. Everyone's excited about the the the, the Giants Packers, which should be a good game. Yeah. But this is the one that excites me, man, because I don't I don't know what the hell's gonna happen. In these next two games, I have no idea what's gonna happen. I knew the Seahawks were gonna win, and I knew the Texans were gonna win. I right. knew it. I, this, these are right. gonna be exciting. Uh, the Sundays are the this is the best two games. That's of why the they're weekend. on Sunday. That's right. That's right. They said on ESPN Radio that with Matt Moore having a, ve- a veteran presence mm-hmm. opposite of Connor Cook with the Raiders, they have a more – they're going to probably air it out maybe more with the weapons and the giant and have more of a running threat and all that, that they could they could be more successful because of the quarterbacks been around the block a couple yeah. times. Yeah. Be interesting to see the game in the evening as Giants and Packers have been hopping on the Giants train. I think I'm going to ride them until they lose, which could be today. Very well, could be. Uh, I was I was hanging out with my well, I was playing NHL last night with my uncle, who's a huge Packers fan. He's kind of like you. He's been Packers before the fantasy football was in mm-hmm. around. Yeah, huge Bet Favre guy. You know, blase, blase. Um, obviously, he's big. He's rooting for the Packers tonight. Sure, and and want sure. to move on. And I was just kind of chatting with him last night. I think the Giants win. Uh, it's jumped to five and a half now, which is not a big jump. I think it was originally five, yeah. so just a half point. Um, I think a lot of people like the Packers at home. That's maybe why it's gone up a half point. But Giants are used to playing in the cold. New York's not any warmer. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter if it's cold, dome, grass, concrete, gravel, playing on And Eli Manning is ice. not a guy you want to play in the playoffs. No, nah, they, they're, they're, they know how to go on the road and win in the playoffs. Yeah, they've proven that year after year after year. It seems like, and Manning has a pretty good record in Lambeau. Yeah, not only playoffs but outside the playoffs, he's got a pretty good record uh, yeah. up there. He knows how to win. It's going to be extremely cold, which I throw that out the window. Yeah, the ground's going to be hard. That's fine. I think the difference in this game for me is is going to be. It's not going to be Cobb. It's not going to be Jordy. It's going to be Adam or uh, Parker Adams. Devonte Adams. Yeah, Devonte yeah. Adams. Yeah, he's going to be the difference maker. I think that Ty Montgomery and Christine Michael are both going to run for a shit ton of yards because no one sees it. Everyone thinks that the 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 the, the defensive run stopping game from the Giants is going to stop Montgomery and Michael. Michael's now had I think three weeks to learn the playbook, and Christine Michael showed you what he can do with the Seahawks. I mean, the guy's a good runner, and Ty Montgomery's yep. a, a good pass catching running back out of the backfield. And Raj is just on fire, man. He's on fire. Now, on the other side, I think Perkins, the running back from the Giants, is the difference maker. I don't think it's Jennings. Old man Jennings, he's been here. I was going to say, again, three or five years in the league, time but to get I like, out. I like Perkins a lot in this game, and I like the tight end uh, tie from the Giants. I think Beckham gets held in check. I think Eli Apple and them are going to hold that guy down. So Sterling Shepard, yeah. for me, is the big guy. So that's that's where it's going to be. It's going to be Parker, Shepard. Cruz be, is still there? Cruz is still there, but he's – been hanging out he just with yeah, others 
Yeah, he, I, not I'm not, not a big fan of Cruz. <laughs> I mean, I was. I think he's. I think he's still got some value, but just not on that system with that much talent. I think he needs to go someplace like the the Lions, maybe you know, somewhere like that where he can be a, a number him one. And, him and Marvin Jones could to yeah do whatever. Yeah, yeah. I think it where it could be at. So I, if the Giants win, wouldn't surprise me. If the Packers win, wouldn't surprise me. There's not an upset in that game for me, regardless of what the spread is. I just either team coming out deserves to win. Whoever wins that game deserves to win. It, I, that's the game I've been most interested in all I weekend. I can't wait, dude. I can't um, wait. It's, it'll be at 4 o'clock, I mm-hmm. believe, this evening. Mm-hmm. So after watching that, it should be a good one. It's going to be awesome. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I want to see someone's head flying to the stands. You man. might. Like, I want to see some people hit people. <laughs> dude, yeah. So one one thing that I would I was wanting to get your opinion on um, to kind of switch. Fort Lauderdale? Fort Lauderdale? No. What's going on there? <laughs> Whatever. I'm in. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> Almost lost my wife with that conversation. Oh, God. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll move on from that. That'll be our news story on Monday night. Oh, good. <laughs> Is the Chicago Bulls, now obviously they've well past the Jordan era now. They had a good team with Rose, now with the Knicks. Now they have Rajon Rondo, Dwayne Wade that came over from the Heat, kind of came back home. Yep. Jimmy Butler, who's trying – I don't. I mean, he is a star, I guess. He'll be on the all-star team. Yes, he is um, a superstar in the making still. But they, they've the Bulls have struggled, especially here of, of recently. So, Rajon Rondo is now benched. He was a point guard for the Celtics, if you don't know. They won, won a championship with Kevin Garnett, Ray Allen, et cetera, et cetera. But he's kind of been a journeyman here in the last three years or so. Yes. Very good point guard in terms of assist. I believe he led the league last year and assists with the Sacramento Kings, who were not a playoff team. Correct. So, Rajon Rondo went to the University of Kentucky. He's now benched, and he's un- well. He says he's unhappy about it, but Hoiberg, head coach of the Bulls, says he's been you know good you know good attitude, blah blah blah. But if he's going to be benched for the rest of the season, he wants he wants to demand a trade. Okay, so he's demanding a trade. Why did the uh, my my you kind of liked him early on in the season, right? You I, liked I, what they did with. The Bulls and the roster with the Wade and the and the Butler and then here we I do, I do. See the problem I had with it was I thought they were guard heavy, with the, with the you know from the point guard to the small four they were kind of the wing heavy. Yeah, and I and I don't like what they have down low. Robin Lopez is not the answer. So <laughs> Lopez is not the answer. Lopez man. is not the answer. So he's kind of like the Kings didn't work out. The Dallas Mavericks didn't work out. The Celtics finally gave up on him. Terms of because he's not the star player there. Now the Bulls have him. Now that's not working out very well. What's Rondo doing in the locker room, and why is he not the main man? And I've, I'm reading a report here. They say the best trade for the Bulls and Rondo is to trade him for Ricky Rubio because they're mm. trying to get Ricky Rubio out of the Minnesota Timberwolves, who have a great young roster. Uh, Andrew Wiggins, everyone knows his name. He's a good scorer for them. Trying to do a swap because they like Chris Dunn, who is the Providence point guard drafted in the first round by the Timberwolves, but he's not ready yet. So Rondo could be a good distributor. But I feel like they're trading for the same player there almost, maybe just the worst attitude in Rondo. My, what's what's going on? Do you, do you think Rondo's got mental issues? you think he's just not a team player? I think that Rondo thinks he's better than everybody else. I, I really think he thinks he's better than everybody else. It doesn't matter what team he goes on. It's me. I'm Rondo. You brought me in for a reason. Kobe did as well, but Kobe went out and scored the basketball and made a difference. Kobe stayed on one team. 
his entire career, okay. and Kobe was the man. Oh yeah, he let Shaq know that. And Why Shaq is it tried Rondo out there being the man? You can't on that team. Yeah, I mean, you can try Dwayne Wade and Butler. Yeah, no, no that, that, well, therein lies the problem. It's Butler's team, and Wade's going to pick up the slack. Rondo is Correct. hopefully distributing, but clearly, but see, those two players are not spot up shooters. They make they make plays happen on their own. Wade is a phenomenal pump maker and Correct. driver who gets you jumping on your shot and you'll be left in the back. And Butler, I'm not on Butler's bandwagon, but he's becoming a good player in the NBA. No question. He's very good. I, I think they were hoping that Rondo would come in with being kind of the assist master and would be able to come in and just distribute the ball to the two scorers. Mm-hmm. But he looks to score first and pass second on this team. Almost like it's a circus. Like I mean, you got Sideshow Bob with Robin Lopez, right? You got Sideshow yeah. Bob out there. Oh, it's a circus. Let's go. And yeah. just, you know, there, there's more structure to the Bulls than what people think. And I think Rondo came in thinking he was going to make a difference. And unfortunately, he's not making a difference. No. So coach said, sit your ass down on the bench. And he didn't like it. I wouldn't like it either because you want to be the man. You got about a five year shelf life left. You want to show your worth, maybe get one last long term contract. This is not going to happen being an attitude whore, first of all. And, and, and really what the Bulls need, I mean, they're one decent center away because the Lopez experience for me is just not working. I, I don't like it. <laughs> get me big, tall, dumb white dude in the middle. I'm okay with that. And, and just get me someone that can distribute the ball. Someone that, that doesn't mind distributing the ball. Yeah. Uh, what, what's his name? Williams. Uh, uh, yes. Deron Williams. Oh, Darren Williams for the Mavs. G- give me someone like that that's okay with that role. Well, maybe that's why they – they're starting Michael Carter Williams. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember him. He played at Syracuse, mm-hmm. good point guard, drafted high yeah. by the Sixers. And he's kind of been a journeyman as well. Yes. He was on the Bucks. Now he's over here with the Bulls. Um doesn't he kind of like Rondo, but he's a big kid. Rondo's 6'2, he's 6'6. Six, six. Mm-hmm. Both of them can't shoot very well. Michael Carter Williams is averaging six points a game, five assist or I'm sorry, five rebounds, only three assists. Probably still trying to find his way, but they're done with Rondo. They're ready to ship him out. They need to. Um, I like Rubio. Rubio wants to pass the ball. Oh, he's a very good passer, too. That's what you need. That's so, what the Bulls need. Bulls are still there. Bulls, in the, Bulls are in the eighth seed. They're 19 and 18. It is the Eastern Conference. So, to be completely honest with you, the Magic even have a shot. The Magic have 16 wins. The eighth seed's at 19 wins. So, they got a shot. Whoever makes the adjustments coming out of the All Star break. All Star break. Which is when it all matters, yeah. The trades and everything else. That, that's what's going to, you, you'll kind of get a sense probably. Going into the first week of March, you'll kind of know where things are going to start to settle down to. Yeah. And Orlando's probably not going to make it. Um, well, well, real quick, where, yeah. do, where would you like to see Rondo go? Just off the top of your head, general NBA fan, where would you like to see Rajon, Rajon Rondo go? I think you just banish him to the Knicks. So kind of with just, the kick, kick Rose to just a score, give Rondo maybe just to – because Melo's a good spot-up shooter. I mean – I, I I would just do everything I could to trade to the Knicks just to make them worse. <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, why not? Knicks are just sitting at 10th seed, 17-20. Give them the payroll. Get, just make it harder. Just make that whole organization implode. You know what I mean? Like, just ship them off. That way there's – I mean, because you may be fighting the Knicks here in a, in a month or two for a playoff spot. Just make it go downhill from could. there. You could. Now – in Rondo's sake, I mean, there was talk of of Cleveland trying to get him. I don't know why LeBron oh, would want to really? deal with that headache. Yeah, 
They were talking about that on on on, uh, on the herd on Thursday. Oh, their locker room's really good. Rondo and and maybe Cleveland's a good place for him. Maybe LeBron. Can oh, that's hone right. Him they in. don't have a point guard. It's a one year yeah. deal. Maybe they can hone. Maybe LeBron can hone him in. Sit him down. Hey, listen. This is what we need to do. I don't think you want to bring someone like that in a, a cancer and, and just completely tank your team. Uh, maybe maybe New Orleans. Yeah, they need one bad. I mean, maybe New Orleans. I mean, they need some. They need more than that. That would instantly make that team better. Yeah, and their locker room is because they got one. They got one guy scoring right now. Do that team? Oh my gosh, Anthony Davis, uh, great player out of Kentucky, won the national championship. It's been phenomenal this year. Probably MVP talk, even outside of all the Harden and Russell Westbrook jazz, but. Yeah, that would. That's they the need only it. place I can think of. That, I'm actually okay would, with that. There's a couple shooters there that could work with them. Corver to Cavs. What do you think about that? Typical shooter to I the like Cavs. That. I like that. That yeah. was good. Yeah, that safe was, move. That was safe. Maybe Rondo to San Antonio. That's the only team that can get his mind maybe right. Which Pop, I, I think Pop can get him right. I think he would quit. If Rick Carlisle can't do it, why in the world could Popovich do it? That's the best uh, two coaches in the league. I know, but Popovich, there, there's something very Zen-like about him. Turn Patty Mills in there, quality you got, you player. Got, you got some good veterans on that team that can maybe slap him around a little bit. No, I'm you know, think about that. You sit him down, you go, listen, man, you got about five years left. Yep. True. You have a chance to stay here, be the guy off the bench, maybe win a ring or two if you're if you're if you're if you're lucky, maybe go into coaching. What do you want to do? Be an analyst. What better place than to work under pop, learn something good. And he used to at UK he was known as a defensive player. Mm-hmm. He's lost that over the years. He has. So he going has. to the Spurs, who preach defense, you don't play, you don't play defense, and then you preach team ball, Rondo could kill it at the Spurs if that happens. Yeah. Uh, that's a big if. I don't know if Pop even wants to deal with that headache. I think he'd be like, you know what, that's going to be a no because I'll kick him out if he even talks back to me. Good that's for him. A, that's how you do the contract. He doesn't need him anyway. No, he doesn't. You got Parker and Mills. That's all you need. That's all you need. <laughs> that's all you need. But you, and you have a viable backup on the on if something catastrophic happens to your team, you got a True. viable backup that right. can learn that system that will start to buy into team ball as opposed to rondo ball. I tell you what, from a general fan, if that happens, I will watch the Spurs more to see what transpires out of that. Yeah, there you go. You will get my viewership of the Spurs, which I don't I'll watch some because of Kawhi Leonard, huge fan. But I will watch more and be more interested yeah. if that happens. Totally. I can't think of any other teams. I don't think the Trailblazers need anybody. Trailblazers have their own problems. Yeah, they, they got enough there. Um, obviously, Golden State, Houston, the Clippers. No, they don't need anyone. The Clippers, Utah, Memphis. Memphis just had a <sighs> Memphis just had a nice victory last night, right? Against Golden State. They sure did. Draymond Green. It wasn't last a couple nights. Draymond Green. I had this. I actually wrote this down real quick. I was half asleep and I wrote it down. Said that. Stephen Curry should be the one getting the clutch shots instead of Kevin Durant. And it's funny. It's funny. And now Draymond Green's starting to talk. I said this in our preview of the Western Conference. I said, when Draymond Green's not getting the ball and things aren't going right like they did last season, he's going to start getting upset. Well, who got the ball in the final second of the game versus the Cavs on Christmas? It was Kevin Durant. Memphis Grizzlies beat him. Was it an overtime? It was a close game late. They came all the way back and won. And Steph Curry didn't get the ball late. He's the guy to give the ball late. He's got a quick shot. He's been not as good as he was last year. Yeah. Um, Cowherd made a good point. He always does. Is he's not the talk of the league anymore? Westbrook, Harden. Um, I mean, I think Anthony Davis is getting a little chatter. Cal Corver now with the Cavs getting more talk. Kevin Durant's having an astronomical season. 
I mean, look at the Rockets. Are, Rockets are on pace to win 62 games, and Curry's not even in the in the headlines at all. Mm-mm. And he was he was the face of the league last season, mm-hmm. face of the league. Yeah, he was giving those kids like me who are five eleven at twenty seven years old hope that if you can just shoot half the shit, <laughs> you could be in the NBA. Yeah, <laughs> it could happen. So I don't know. Are, is this where the Warriors kind of make a little slide? I'm not saying they're not no. the best team. No, they're still fine. That, that, I was trying to see if I still had it. You know, I, I got the Yahoo Sports app. And they sent you little notifications. Yeah, about Memphis beat. Cleveland now they got a lot of problems. I'm thinking, what? What? They, they lost a the game. Also, there's problems yeah. all over the place. I didn't even read it. I just kind of dismissed it. You're doing things right when they have to tweet that you lost a game. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and listen, uh, Steph Curry up to his his uh, success really in the last what two years? Yeah. Right. Has really just been a, a decent NBA point guard. Oh yeah. Shoot the lights out of the ball, but it just really kind of came together for him because it all just kind of came together for him. So. He's not the kind of guy, in my opinion, that needs the spotlight, doesn't need all the accolades, doesn't need to be the greatest shooter ever, doesn't need any of that. He's got a great wife. He's got great kids. He's won a championship. He's competitive for a championship. And that's all that he wants. That Everything I see on, on, on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat with him, Facebook with him, it's all the same. There, there's nothing that I have to be the MVP. Harden and Westbrook, for whatever reason, have to have justification in their yeah. lives, have to be the MVP. I got you. That's okay. It's good for basketball. It, it is. Steph Curry doesn't need that. Bring Durant in. Bring somebody else in. I want to win 15 championships. That's all I care about. I want hardware lined up on my on my desk. That's all that he cares about. So if, if, if Durant's the one shooting the last ball, great. Make I, it. I'm completely okay with that. I prefer Steph Curry gets it just because he gives me more of a quicker shot and more to work with there. But, anyways. but now, what you said with Draymond, though, after the game, back of the airplane, back yeah. of the bus, having a steak dinner, Steph maybe confiding him, I'm sure. But at the same time, I think that as teammates, you're not airing your dirty laundry out there, buddy. I don't think Draymond Green airs dirty laundry between players or his his friends that yeah. have, you know, out to – Jordan wants to do that with Pippen. Pippen doesn't do that with Jordan until towards the end when they start writing books and shit. And when the when the whole dynasty was kind of over, they started airing their dirty laundry. You ain't doing it now. I think Draymond Green likes to be in the papers. He likes he to be in the news. You know, he, he wants to be high emotional guy. Hey, you know what? I ain't getting the ball. I ain't doing a whole lot for the team right now. I want to make sure I start stirring it up some more. And he will. He'll say a couple things. And oh, guess what? Man, two years. It'll go away for two or three weeks. And he'll say something else. He's like Richard Sherman. They're, they're both the same way. Golden State Warriors are still the best team in the West. They'll probably be in the Cavs again, whether that be part three for the NBA Finals. Sorry, but uh, Steph Curry is six points down, points per game from last season. He's shooting a little bit less on three-pointers, actually a lot less. You know, he, His numbers are down, blah, blah, blah. But Warriors are fine. Oh, they're fine. We're they're gonna fine. report on them, and and they're fine. I kind of expected Draymond Green to do what he's doing. Yeah, uh, but at the end of the day, it's still gonna be worse Cavs. So should we make a big hoopla about it? Maybe sure it gets some media attention, but otherwise, I'm not concerned. I think that you're gonna have that throughout the season. Draymond Green's gonna express his opinions, and Durant's dealing with it well with a green with him saying, "Yes, yeah, Steph Curry should get the ball." Well, perfect. Yeah. Well, you know what's funny is is going into us doing a podcast 31 episodes ago. Yeah. I loved seeing the Warriors. I love seeing these things. But now, as you do a podcast, I want to see Toronto beat Cleveland. Yeah. 
it creates I want to see San Antonio, San Antonio beat the Warriors. You know what I mean? Like it's Toronto, San Antonio. Like who would have ever thought that? You know, that's just why. Actually, I kind of said Toronto uh, was going to do some damage, and right now they're they're looking pretty good. They could. It would be. It but, was. It would be interesting. But that would be awesome, and I don't know if that's good for basketball or not. But I, I sent out on Facebook. Uh, it might have been Instagram. Uh, back when there were rivalries back in the nineties. Yeah. And it was just good. And then I was watching the hardwood classics on NBA TV. Oh, I love those. The, uh, the, it was the, the Raptors with Vince Carter versus the Sixers and Allen Iverson. It was like oh, game five man. of the playoffs in 2001. Oh, and I sent that out and, and, and I think you responded to it. I'm oh like, yeah. The fouls they were calling were fouls. You could hear the slap on the wrist. <laughs> you can see the guy get pushed into the stands. And I'm like, Wow, that I, I remember that. You know, nowadays if you look at someone wrong, yeah. it's a foul. If you if you make any kind of a gesture, it's a foul. And then you said, well, that's the way it is in the NFL, and, and I agree, it is. But the NBA, man, is that why people don't watch it? That what you just explained—the fouls ordeal. Yeah, because it, your rivalries come from. Let's take Cleveland and Golden State, right? Uh, if you beat up Steph Curry in the paint, right? You beat him up. Every time he comes in for a finger roll, you just, you lay him on his ass. Foul. Cool. Okay. That rivalry builds up. Steph Curry's in the weight room. He's putting on 15 pounds. He's got to make it through the playoffs. He's got to be able to take that big LeBron James forearm shiver to the chest and get back up and go, I'm good. You know what I mean? That rivalry goes, if it's ticky tack fouls, Mm -hmm. there's no rivalry being built because now it's just a slap on the wrist. You're not going to get upset over a slap on the wrist. Yeah, you found me. The guy that slapped you on the wrist, you go, yeah, I slapped him on the wrist. But Bill Lambeer wanted yeah. to tackle Jordan when he came in the paint. Jordan goes, I'm going to put on, I'm going to put on weight, and we're going to, you know what? Next year we're going down. It's going to happen. You know, and those rivalries aren't there. They're trying to create them, mm-hmm. but they're not quite there. No, and I, I think you won't ever really get one. And with the physicality taken out, and I think in the NFL too, both, both, is you, you get, you kind of take that rivalry out of it. Because you're not getting the, oh, gosh, oh, he pushed him, oh, he slapped him, whatever. I don't know. You know what I mean? You don't get yeah. that anymore. We're too quick to throw people out of the games. Yeah. You know what? I've played a ton of ball at parks and recreation centers on the street. I've played a ton of basketball. Yeah. Slap on the wrist, it's not a foul. You know what? Yeah. Well, if it went in, it's not a foul. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but, you know, and I, I, was talking, I was talking to some of the guys that I, I played high school ball with, and and we're all kind of agreeance. I mean, when you play, when you play playground basketball, the fouls are like they were in that playoff series that I was watching with the with the, with the Raptors. Raptors. You're like, those are fouls. You know what? You can't stop somebody from hitting somebody on the wrist. You can't stop the little graze of the wrist foul. Jeez, I mean, really? I mean, why even have people out there playing? So, but we preach say we were upset with this that there's. Well, the reason for more fouls being called results in free throws and more offense and more points scored. Correct. Uh, similar with football, you get that as well. Mm-hmm. More penalties, moves the ball forward, therefore you're closer to the red zone or in the red zone than you score the football. Correct. Okay. Defensive games have proven to be boring and people that have said amongst the audience and TV ratings have not been as high if it's a defensive game. So what's what's the issue here? We're, we're fighting each other. We You're complaining that you like the hard nose, grind, grit, yeah, get slapped and you know not and one, but oh, it's a tough play. But we're not we're getting eighty nine to ninety five or whatever. Well, here, here, and it, 
looked this up. I had it up here on one of my, but when my, I didn't have my uh, laptop plugged in. Okay. okay. So my whole thing shut down. Oh no. I had this up. Okay. Cause I was watching this game and I sent this out and I wanted to see how many more fouls are being called today than there were back in the glory years. Yeah. Of, Okay. 95 to about 2005 of the NBA. That was the glory years for the NBA. Yeah. So I want to see how many more fouls were called, not called. There's less fouls called now. There's less fouls. Less fouls called now. Less fouls. More points scored in the glory years. Okay. And to me, that didn't make sense. I was expecting to walk in here and go, fouls are up by almost 15 per game. No, they're not. Go to ba- uh, basketballreference.com. Oh, I love basketball reference. That's where I got that. It, oh. it gives you every year of the league. Okay. Fouls are not up. Okay. Fouls are down. Foul, they're, they're, they're all about the same every year. There's always about the same fouls per game every single year. It's just the level of foul. You can't find the level of foul that's called. That's a hard one to find. Okay. Oh, yeah. More points were scored back then. More three-pointers are scored now. Shooting percentage is about the same. Tell me if you if you find that I, I, and, and and correct me on that if I'm if I'm no you're good wrong. I, I'm looking at uh, personal fouls. I'm assuming that's kind of like the physicality in terms of hacking people and whatnot. And now, I had it up and I just realized it, it, it it's not here now. I'm going to find it though. The it was really weird because then I started looking into like going. Over the 90s, right, the, the glory years of, of basketball and yeah. now, yeah, I think the average weight of a NBA player is 225 pounds, then was 215. 10 pounds heavier. More people don't want to come in the paint because the guys are bigger. I wouldn't go in the paint either if the guys were bigger than they were 15, 20 years ago. Um, but, yeah, fouls were down about the same somewhere in that. In that uh, my computer's just bugging out right now. Sorry. Um and of course, I can't find basketball. Okay, reference. so just for sake of mind, yeah, sure, whatever conversation. Two thousand three, two thousand four season, similar, very close to the year, Raptors, mm-hmm. Sixers, very mm-hmm. close. Portland led the NBA nineteen fouls per game. Okay, okay. This season, current NBA season, you're saying that oh, it's not a physical game anymore. There's more fouls called. It's still in the game down. Charlotte, Char- Hold on, real quick. So that was. That actually led the NBA in fewest fouls. Okay. Excuse me. Fewest fouls per game were the Portland Trailblazers 19. Okay? Okay. So they led the NBA. This year, this current year, Charlotte Hornets lead the NBA at 16.9. Okay. So that's give or take two. Now, I'm not doing the whole calculation of average per fouls for every team and then comparing it to that season real quick, but that's two, maybe three in between. Two fouls for sure, less fouls per game average. Average. So what we're saying is there's less fouls called this year for the leading team than there was back in 2003, 2004. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm on NBA, I'm on rankings.com, which I actually go here a lot for a lot of like in-depth statistics for the NBA. Good site. But Good they site. also, yeah, they have a lot. Of, that's where I got the NFL stuff on Tuesday night when I said the uh, Seahawks and the Giants for the best run oh, defense yeah. per average. Gotcha. Yep, got that too. So it's not the fouls. Okay. Is it the uh, – what I get a lot from older guys, when I mean, I mean uh, older guys, but from, from 40 to 50, guys that watched the NBA in the 90s and that was their – oh, Jordan, Jordan, you know, those guys. Gosh. They said it, now the NBA is all one-on-one. 
what do you think it was when Jordan was here? Yeah. And, and, and that's just one player, but because Stockton Malone had their thing. But it's one-on-one play. The Spurs don't one-on-one play, and they're, they don't get the TV ratings. It, you, it, I'm asking you, as, as someone who loved Bulls and then Jordan in the 90s and watching the NBA, what, where are we at now? Why are you not – why is not NFL level for you? Why don't you love the NBA? Uh, man. That's a good question. I mean, that's a good question for one-on-one play. I think that's just a cop-out to me. I hate when people tell me. I get that a lot. One-on-one play. That's what my dad tells me. For me personally or me as a group of people? You personally. I want to know you personally. personally. I don't care about Jimbo. Um, (laughs) I grew up in the glory years of the NBA. In terms of high high ratings, Jordan was at the peak, et cetera. Jordan was a guy building Magic Bird. Yeah. I mean, it was – Down low uh, play with Ewing Robinson. And I was in high school at the time playing basketball. And so when you play basketball, you're watching Michael Jordan come fly with me. I mean, you're you're watching all these – Yeah, you're watching all that stuff. And before you go play ball, you'd watch maybe – uh, you know, Hoosiers on Sunday uh, inside the M- uh, NBA inside yeah. stuff. Yeah, inside stuff. That's Watch right. that for the little little three minutes of the the, the best dunks of the week, and yeah. then you're like, I'm gonna go play basketball now. You know, you go play <laughs> for twelve hours. So it, it's different for me because you grew up in the time when basketball was uh, evolving into what it was, and now it's a little bit different. Now it's high points, yes, a um, lot more three pointers. You know, out of high school. Uh, Early twenties and one came out with their stuff on you on video. You're watching hot sauce out there, just making people look stupid. And so it kind of went there. Like everybody on the basketball court was like, I'm going to try to out dribble everybody. And it just, it's evolved into just a money and entertainment. Really? That's what it is. Maybe it's really what it is. I mean, do I get excited about certain games? Absolutely. I, I do. I get excited about watching Warriors Cavs. I get excited about watching uh, Oklahoma City and, and, and the, the Houston, Houston Rockets. Rockets. I mean, Harden versus Westbrook. I mean, they're trying to get it. They're trying to build it. You need to take the ticky-tack fouls out. And and the old Knicks, man, the old Pistons. I, I love watching Ewing and Oakley and those guys. Xavier McDaniels just lay people out. Yeah. Foul. Not personal foul one more you're out. Not a flagrant foul. It's just foul hard foul guess what that's what basketball was built on fouling people you have to do that you have to make your presence known in the paint you drive in if you touch a guy he makes it he's shooting for one he just got three points you hit that guy he doesn't make the ball he shoots for two maybe he makes one because he's still a little jolted from that big hit it's not football you ain't gotta put pads on but you know you hit a guy you foul him you let him know that you're here you body check him a little bit you maybe hip thrust him that's you have to do that. You have to do that for the sake of the game. You're not joggling your brain. You're not hitting some guy helmet to helmet in the NFL. No. There should be rules and things in place in that because you're hitting guys 15 miles an hour, 15 miles an hour, helmet to helmet. That's a that's a big collision. In the NBA, you might get the little Charlie horse the inside of the thigh. That hurts like hell, man. Yeah. I've had it happen 100 times. You might come down with the ball on a rebound and accidentally elbow somebody in the nose and almost break it. And there's just blood everywhere. That happens. But you have to bring that back in. You have to. We just joined us. We're talking about the NBA and how it, it's transformed from a, a rough game fouls to maybe less of a rough game, but more ticky-tack fouls, even when we gave an interesting stat earlier. I think – here's an interesting thing that I read the other day, not that it changes this argument at all, but the Cavs-Warriors game of this year 
pulled it pulled in a 5.9 television rating, which is the highest since 2012 on Christmas Day. Saw that. Um, so that's that's good for the NBA. The NBA is still doing fine in viewership and TV rating, but what I've what I've seen is there is a you got our generation. So kids are right now that are what eighteen, maybe young, I'll go younger than that, fifteen and to thirty, twenty seven, my age, fifteen to twenty seven years old, who like the NBA, they're engaged, they're watching the big stars regularly. I won't say like the Timberwolves or anything like that, but big stars regularly, and everybody that's kind of the Jordan era, mm-hmm. so nineties area watchers. So my age then. <laughs> So 27 years old, 22, whatever, then are kind of, well, the NBA wasn't like it was then. That's true. It's not. It's not. And and Chris Boussard said something the other day, and this is probably about a couple weeks back. He's um NBA guy now for Fox Sports. He said it was back in the day when you had the Pacers that were really good in the Eastern Conference Final, which Reggie Miller, and then the Knicks, that series that they had, that Eastern Conference series. Yeah. He he's that was bad basketball. He said it, it, the scores were always below a hundred points, and there was a lot of rough fouls because there was no good offense. You had Reggie Miller and maybe Allen Houston and Ewing. I mean, Starks was good. Don't get me wrong, but I'm talking about solid players. It's a score. He said it was just bad offense basketball. So the kid, so the players had to be rough to get things done. Now, obviously, that's why it made the Bulls so great because they had great offense with those players, Kerr and Pippen. Pippen had great rebounds. All Jordan had great scoring, et cetera, et cetera. But the, that stat gets me thinking. I'm going to have to think about that some more. With less fouls being called yep. now compared to then. Yeah, I just I just found it. So last, okay. last year, 20.3 pals, uh, fouls per game. Okay. Was that like the average of all teams, or what's the... All teams per game. All teams per game. Last year. Yeah. 20.3, right? So you go back to... I mean, just give me a year. I, I don't know how far back I need to go here. Uh, I'd like to go with like a... You, can you get 96, 97? Yeah, I've got it all right here. Yeah, I'm perfect. 96, 96 97. Because that's a, that's a Bulls action. Fouls per game. Yeah. Hang on, where is it at here? Because that will give us Jordan years compared to now, or whatever. This current... 22.1. So 22.1 compared to? 20.1. Okay. So, again, two fouls. Two fouls like more a game. Explained. Okay. Last, or I'm sorry, in the 90s. Difference in a game. Right? Difference in a game. That yeah, could be late. four points. Yeah. If it's a three-pointer, it could that. be six points. Could be. You know? Okay. So Big if difference. If you're joining us, we, we kind of looked into a little bit. There were less fouls called in the 90s. I'm sorry, more fouls called. I'm sorry. Correct. More fouls called in the 90s. They're on the current day NBA. Correct. Around about two-ish fouls. About two, yeah. About difference. Two. So, what what's what's your thought on that? I I think people are afraid to to even play defense. So you think there is that's why and, and less defense, therefore there's less fouls. Less defense, less fouls, which less defense means more scoring, and that means hopefully more excitement, so, more viewership. So let's, okay. Let's look at that. Let's look at the points per game, right? Okay. Back at the same time. So let's go to 96. That's what we use, right? 96. Points per game last year, 102.7. Okay. In 96, 99.5. Okay. Interesting. So less defense means more scoring. Yes. It's not so much of a defensive league anymore. But so you don't – I agree with I, the less – I tried to sort this out in my mind. I couldn't come up with anything. So I'm doing the same thing with you that I did in my own mind. Like I don't know how to, how I, to judge that. I agree with your less defense, but I also think – 
just like the NFL, just like the NFL and other sports too, baseball's similar. Players have just gotten better. I think offense is better. Yes, less defense, not as rough. I mean, that's apparent. I don't care what the number says. That's just apparent when you watch the game. It's less rough, but also I think the the, the three pointer has changed the game. So let me throw crazy. Some, let me yeah. Let me throw some more at you. So okay. offensive rebounds, right? Sure. How do you determine? I mean, offensive rebound means Steph Curry shoots it, Draymond Green grabs Chris, it, right? and either scores or passes it back. Same year. Last year, 10.4, 96, 97.7. Okay. More offensive rebounds. Centers for offenses were bigger. Bigger centers. They, they played in the paint. Okay. Defensive rebounds per game. Uh, 33.3 last year. 41, no, 28.6. More defensive rebounds. For, nowadays. Nowadays. By almost five. Because that's everybody on offense getting the F back because the game is so faster now that they'll just throw it down the court. Correct. Total rebounds, uh, 43.8 right now. It was 41.1, so a difference of two. I can't really. Assists are about the same at 22 and 22. I expect that. Steals, 8.2 back then at 7.8. It's about the same. Yeah. Blocks are the same at 4.9. That's kind of interesting. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Turnovers per game, 15.7 as opposed to 14.4. So what What I want to know from, from you fans, besides my dad's opinion, besides you know maybe my boss's opinion, why don't you watch the NBA? doesn't matter your age, whether, whether you're 20 watching right now, whether you're 29, whether you're 52. What, why don't you watch the NBA? I want to know why you don't watch the NBA because I'm Jerry and I are looking at these stats. Field goal percentage is the same. Really? I say the same. Forty uh, field goal percentage forty five point two forty five point five. Oh yeah, the same. That's totally same. Three point percentage same. Free throw percentage same. Everything's the same. That's what I mean. That's what everyone. Some one of my buddies, Sharag, if you're listening, one of my buddies. Um, he, he watches the show from time to time, do all my fantasy leagues with him, and I talk about all my fantasy leagues. He says, all oh, the NBA was way better back then. Yeah, Jordan, blah, blah. And he, told, and he said that's because the teams were better back then. They shot less shots. Field goals attempted. Yeah. 84.6 well, as opposed to 79.3. Points were down a little bit. That's probably why. They were. Three-pointers uh, up, obviously, by almost two and a half. Oh, yeah. That, the game, it's changed the game. Three-pointers attempted almost by 10. Oh, so, yeah. you know, certain facets of the game, there's more. A lot of it's the same. A lot of it's less now. Yeah. So I, I tried to take this after watching that when I sent that that Facebook out, just trying to decipher and determine like what's the difference in the game when there's so much the same. Fouls, the same points are more now, which makes more sense because you're afraid to play defense. Yeah. It tells me you're afraid to play defense because you don't want to foul out in the third quarter, second quarter. Hell, in some cases the first quarter. Back then, you wouldn't foul out. It was very, very few people fouled out. All the games that I watched the Bulls, it was very seldom that someone fouled out. Even during the hack-a-shack years, people didn't foul out because you put four or five guys on them, fouling the shit out of them. So I just, you know, the, the game to me has gotten softer. It has gotten softer, but at the same time, the sport that everybody watches every Sunday or even every Saturday, college football, it's gotten softer. It has gotten softer. But it's still a physical game. Still huge hits last night. That Seahawks game, yeah. they were laying the wood, dude. It's still a physical game. They were, they were being smarter with their hits. But 
at the same time, which I've said this before, football's not about the I don't it's not about the physicality. That's not why you watch it. It's not. It's not. Is that you you like I like big hits. You like big hits too, right? Yeah. I mean, but that's this is you tune in to love watching people hit. You yeah, like that? Absolutely. That's why you tune in. I I love it. Why in the world do you not watch Bills Jags, fantasy excluded? Well, when I've got twelve different games to watch, you rather gonna, watch it's the Jaguars and the Bills. Thank just, you. But you're they're hitting. There's great hits in that they game. They are. But if I can if I can watch Seattle play the Patriots and that's the only game on, why are you over watching? the Jags Bills? I'm gonna watch that because I know the Legion of Boom is going to bring the boom. There we go. They're gonna hit. There we go. They're gonna. You hit. rather watch great players, Richard Sherman, mm-hmm. Cam Chancellor. Mm-hmm. Well, on the flip side, Russell Wilson. Yeah, you rather watch faces, name, Big faces, hits. names. Big hits. Sherman's a great player. He doesn't have to hit anybody. You rather watch great players play? I would. John Lynch. It has nothing to do with nothing to do with hitting. Well, Bucks, that's guy excluded. You love the Bucks, Bucks regardless. Okay, excluded. It could be any. It could be me out there. You'd be like, yeah, Corey. No, but like, today, class example. There's okay. only two football games on. Right. One at one. One at four. I have no other options. Yeah. But they're, they're the playoffs. And I understand. But I'm, I'm looking forward to watching football. I'm looking forward. It's nice to have just one game to watch. Sunday night football, Monday night football. It's one game. Thursday night football. I'll watch them. doesn't matter who's playing. I'll watch them because it's football. I want to see that one big hit where the dude's head decapitates from his body. No, flies that's in the not why you're watching. Why am I watching? That You're watching because you want to see... Because I got no fantasy going on today. No, right. Fantasy's out of it. I know that. Listen, DraftKings, I do have DraftKings. Okay, so <laughs> That's true. I love it. I do That's have true. But my, my year longs are over. Right. It was what really meant. Yeah, it's over. Is you're watching for the Eli Manning. You're watching for the Aaron Rodgers. You're watching for the offensive touchdown that's an 80 yard bomb that might change the game. Because generally, besides the Dolphins game, which could be closer than 12 points that they say, definitely the Packers Giants game is going to be really good. But I, physicality aside, that has nothing to do with it. It for, really no, doesn't. No. No. I'm, a, I'm a defensive guy, anyways. So you're talking to the wrong guy. If it was Austin sitting here, he's an offensive guy. Okay. You know, best hands in Florida. Okay. But to see, you know, Cam, <laughs> Cam Chancellor lay people out. He hit Jimmy Graham, or not? It wasn't Cam Chancellor. Who, who's it? Hit Jimmy Graham, dude. Hit that dude so hard. I thought he. I thought he collapsed his chest. It was beautiful. Oh, when Jimmy Graham was on the Saints. No, uh, last night he's on the Seahawks. Okay, yeah, 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 on the Seahawks. I, I can't remember who it was from the uh, from the lines that hit him, but I was like, oh my god, that was a huge hit. Yeah, and then no, no, he, I like those hits too. And then seeing Cam Chancellor and I can't remember the other guy from the the Seahawks. It was the fourth quarter towards the end. It didn't even matter. They pick up Stafford and just body slam him. He had his he had his uh, his his legs. The other guy had his upper body. And they just dropped them, and I'm like, that's awesome. Build I, that rivalry. Go with yeah, that. That's yes. good. I'm all for that. That's good. Yes. But and guess what? There was no flag for that. Good. But if you hit someone helmet to helmet, oh, you're out. There's a flag. I'm just see you later. Horse shit. Hey, see you later. It's a risk you take. It is. You're getting paid thirteen million dollars a year to take that hit. You're getting paid thirteen million dollars for my entertainment, monkey. Get your ass out there and take a hit. I don't give a shit. Do you think a zookeeper? You think a zookeeper that comes to work every day gets paid? I don't even know. Zookeepers, I'm so sorry. $15 an hour. I don't know. Fifteen, $20 an hour. Okay. Okay. And they get bitten by a snake. Do they Do they get an extra $5 an hour for that day because they got bitten by a snake? No. No. Nothing. They get a penalty. The offense gets a penalty like, to move forward if there's a hit to the head or a roughing the passer. They move forward. Yes. So right. the zookeeper doesn't get no. more money because they got bitten no. by a snake. Nothing. But the offense gets to move because yeah. of that penalty. Rattlesnake bites you. You almost <laughs> die. Yeah. 
Health insurance will take it. It yeah, will take care of you. That's one of the best comparisons. That's a coward comparison. That's awesome. That was good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> fucking love it, man. Hit some people, man. That's all I care about. I like that. That's what I can't get people to understand. They, they don't. If you wanted to, if you love the physicality of the game, you would watch Wisconsin Whitewater versus Florida Gulf Coast football. You would. If that's the only game on, you would you watch just, that no, particular game. I don't think they if would. If it's the only game, I would watch that. I, okay, fine. No, you were working If it's yesterday. the only game, I would watch it. You were working yesterday, but I did was. you watch James Madison versus um, Youngstown State? I was working, Would dude. you watch it? If that's Maybe. the only game on, yeah. It was the only game on. If it's the only game on, I'm at home and I have the opportunity to watch it, yes. I got home. I watched the only football game I could last night because it's the only one on, and I watched it. Hell, okay. I, the night before, I was watching a Magic game. I hate the Magic. Don't want to watch them. They shouldn't even have a team. I'm still watching them. I drive by them on I-4 there. I'm like, oh, uh, the blimp's out there. It must be a magic game. I love the magic, but I can't. I can't love them. I want to love them, but I can't love them. I'm with you on that. That's, that's where, what that's I wanted to say. Like, just, just dismantle the team. I want to be like a like a magic. Yeah, I'm, I live in Orlando. Yeah. Magic lover. Yeah. I'm not And Some all. people are. 1041, the monster of the morning, they... they, they God, they're so magic heavy. I'm like, God, they suck all the time. I listen to uh, AM. Is it 580? 580. Is that ESPN? Yeah. Okay, I listen to that a lot, and they always have the magic games on 580. (laughs) So every time they were during the season, I was coming back from work, and the game was on. I was listening. Yeah. And so I'm following them because of the radio all the time, but I just, I'm just not, oh, okay. I can't. can't. We got no, there's no superstar on the team. No, because you got a lot of. I mean, that has anything to do with foreign players. But Vucevic, okay, can't really get behind him. Fournier, no. who in the hell is that? Just can't scores either. points. You can't, sucks. Out of those two players, off the quick top of my head, I could definitely name. I can't even name you one right now. I couldn't. I know the guy with the hair. Oh, Efford Payton. Yeah, that's the only reason you know. Got the hair. Yeah. That's the only reason I remember. That's the only reason. Yeah, he's a good player. Because every time I drive by the Amway, he's the one out there like this. Like and it, and on it, the screen. You know, the fact that I watch the NBA regularly, I would ask a random fan, and they could probably name either maybe Vucevic or Fournier. Outside of that, they would say, guy with the hair. <laughs> yeah. That's where I'm at. I, I don't even care about the magic. That's what I'm uh, – uh, They suck, dude. I don't even, interesting. I'm moving on from them. <laughs> I'm a Bulls fan anyway. So we got two football games today. We got yes. the Giants and Packers later. We have the what we got earlier? Oh yeah, the freaking Dolphins at Steelers going on right now. That's right, just starting. Get ready to fire up. So that will be our cue. I hope you all enjoyed the episode today. Again, it's the spread is twelve. So watch for us. Let us know. Uh, Hey, you are right on your pick. You're wrong on your pick. We got (laughs) twelve points. Let us know. Going the Dolphins. Matt Moore. He's two and one as a starter this season. Gonna win today. And gonna win today (laughs) from Jerry. Uh, facts, lies, and one truth. Find us on iTunes. Find us on Google Podcast. Again, Jerry loves the massive logo that's on our Facebook page. Yeah. If you just scroll down to our post, you'll see a massive purple dude's head with waves coming out. That's the <laughs> podcast app. That's what's on your phone. Click it. Find us. Subscribe. Facts, lies, and one truth. It's easy to find. It's not hard. Just want to let you guys know. Forgive me for the massive image. Awesome. <laughs> All right. Anyway, we'll catch you all Tuesday. Thanks for listening. See you.
We've got to get together, get in the group.